So we should be live. We're live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast, and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. Yes, we are hosting tonight, and you'd be surprised there's no other fucker with us, which is a a bit of a change. But uh, I'd like to say hello to everyone in the chat. You've been talking between yourselves about incessant shit as usual. Yeah, um, pineapple on pizza, you can go and fuck right off. Right. <laughs> it's going to be Sorry. one of them nights, yeah. So me and Sam, like I say, we haven't done one of these. Uh, have you smashed? I don't know what Goodwill's doing now. Sorry, guys. Um, oh, me and Sam haven't been on a hostful episode in a while because mm. lots of people seem to want to join in and talk to us for some reason but tonight to think. yeah what was it uh, clerks three was it was it possibly last time it was just me and me and you me and the yeah, me and you but oh, well. I've, I've got some business to deal with first so i've got to get this out of oh. the way because it's been eating away at us all dear christoph christopher oh are you watching? I want you to look in the camera, Christopher. I want you to look deep in. I'm going to take your glasses off as well. Oh, so okay. The next time you, and I'm talking about you, try and diss the Goonies, I'm going to think. And I've got a special surprise for you as well. So I'll load it up now just to prove that Christoph doesn't believe what he owns says. So if anyone likes to see the image that I've just put up, it's, I'm just going to hide the way from the picture of me and Sam for the moment. And it means Christopher is a goonie. So hopefully that image will show up for, for everyone at home um, and see it now, see it live. And it's Christoph, Christopher actually taking a live photo of him doing the truffle shuffle. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, that's like the most obnoxious laugh. Oh, Chris. Yes. Oh, Chris. So, Chris, so, so everyone knows. Christopher is a Goonie. So there. Oh, Chris. Goonies never say a die. Yes. And no one fucks with a Goonies. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Wow. So I, can, I can totally see where tonight's, tonight's <laughs> heading. I really can. <laughs> yes. Um, so. Oh, well, <laughs> when you get it off the screen, it's still there. Is it gone? It's gone now, yeah. So it's oh. off. So it's back to Sammy because Sammy has got dressed up tonight, bless her. She's looking all pretty and stuff like that. Oh, so. I decided to make an effort. I was like, I've got to wash my hair, so I might as well put my face on. <laughs> uh, also, I just want to say before we kick off into everything, a uh, big happy birthday to Beth. Mm-hmm. Beth had a birthday recently, yes. and I just want to say a big, big happy birthday to Beth. So everyone say happy birthday to Beth in the chat. Hello, please. Beth. Be nice to Beth. <laughs> Be nice to Beth tonight, please. Yes. And Goodwill right. be nice to Beth as well, so no beating her, Goodwill, or she'll hit you with a crutch. We so also you... have Goodwill Mod in the chat tonight as well, guys, so be oh, careful. We've got Mod Will. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so not to give you a full lowdown of everything, but this is kind of like a little bit of a, a new fresh start for the podcast, because I thought it was about yeah. time, a bit of spring cleaning, shall we say, just yeah. This the raging success that is Star Trekking up north with uh, Captain Goodwill and Sign Officer Sinoised, and their amazing interview that they did on Friday night with Sean Fennick. That was one of the best things I've ever watched. So thank you, Goodwill. You put the graft in. So well done for that. 
Well and done, Goodwill. I wish I understood everything you were talking about, but mm-hmm. you sounded like you's, you were having so much fun and just a huge congratulations to Goodwill and to Graham. Star Trek and is just massive at the moment. <laughs> it is just taking over our Twitter as well. So yes. And also give Sammy a little bit of praise as well with her kickstarting the monsters up north and that premiere went went really well and it was such a fun thing to, to see. And uh, I'm looking forward to this Monday's episode with you and Jake and Dan talking about fucking Godzilla. So, yes. <laughs> it's so good. It's it's massive, as I keep saying, because we're talking about the King of Monsters. Um, it's such a good episode. I really hope that everyone can tune in with us on uh, 7 o'clock on Monday. So mm-hmm. time has changed slightly from last week, just because yes. it was a bank holiday. And uh, I finished work at 6 o'clock. Like yeah, my, after... real, my, my work life finishes then. <laughs> no, I actually made a mistake. So I realized after you made a post in, join us at seven o'clock. I was good. Seven. I was good. Oh, shit. I, I set it at 7.30. So I changed the time today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so working on the fly. So, yes. Um, <laughs> but, yes. Uh, so I've got a little surprise for Donna as well. So Donna's in the chat. Ooh. I just thought I'd get a little friend out today and say hello to everyone as well. So if anyone can see him. Oh. Anyone here sing? Little Gizmo. Little Gizmo. I'm not going to piss oh. on him, so it's fine. And Dinah's yeah, just we, freaked we... out. Sorry, Dinah. <laughs> oh, we don't need to. We don't need to know that. But thank you so much, Donna. Um, she's saying nice things about us. So oh, thank you. Her. What's she after? Uh... <laughs> I'll find out later. Um, <laughs> we also had now. Maybe I should not mention this because it was me who did it, but I am going to mention it. We also had an article published on us this week. Ah, yes. The, yes. the lady in the north taking over the the, the nerdy uh, uh, the nerdy culture, shall we say, of the region. So Sammy is the face of the nerds. <laughs> That's why this she's one. been a face and she's got a chest out as well, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's boiling, but I'm not, re- I'm not ready to go full cleavage yet. Um, mm-hmm. the one thing my family members noticed about that article was not the fact that they put my age in there, was the <laughs> fact that they called me a miss. Ah, yes, I, thought I was getting as, as I died. <laughs> I know, they called me a miss, and it's one of my pet hates because I fucking earned that, that miss's title. Like, <laughs> I have a lot to put up with. <laughs> and my mum today turned around and said, maybe they just thought you're not, you know, you're not marriage material with you being a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh that you've turned into a nerd and your husband's left you and nope we've done with this now it's finished pretty much you just you're just not you just you're just not marriage material sam maybe that's what the thought it's like thanks mom <laughs> Bless her. and speaking of sammy's mom how are you doing sammy's mom hope you're doing well and she's pretty... um very excited because the yes. holiday is coming up soon Bless her. Um, I can't wait to see them photos in an unpleasant way. Poor mum. I'm right. sure she loves it. But yes. Let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's do the disclaimer that we do each and every week. And apparently I didn't do on the mon- first ever Monsters podcast. Mm-hmm. Didn't do it. And nobody <laughs> picked up on it. How dare you. I did, I did correct the error and it was in the second one. Right. But... As I say every week, oh my God, I'm just forgetting what I say every week. (laughs) I haven't. Everything we discuss in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook groups 
all the comments in the YouTube channel and we can have an open discussion. What we won't have, though, is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. We are doing our best every single fucking day. But yes, (laughs) so (laughs) we thought tonight's episode, with it being a new start, a new thing, We'll just have a bit of a conversation. So, Sammy, well, do you want to... Well, you wanna get... <laughs> yeah, as you say that, as mm-hmm. it is a new start, and maybe this just needs to be said more often, how are you doing, Paul? And what have you been watching? <laughs> we will get this over it. Cheers to the max. It's like when we're like, doing a wrestling promo now. <laughs> it's like, I'm Roman Reigns, you will like me. The WWE will make you like me. But yeah, we'll get it over one day. Um, <laughs> but yes, um, I'm not too bad. I'm feeling a bit better than I was last week. Like I said, the migraines were a bitch and uh, took us out of action. Oh, that's but... right. You weren't here last week. Yeah. See, I've forgot, forgotten about already. But yeah. So much <laughs> has happened. And you were the, you know, the article and Trekking and Monsters. It's like I totally forgot that you were here. And it was a Sarah episode. So it was three hours. So yes. <laughs> that's it. That's what it was. Peach, yes. you and your time. <laughs> oh, but she is lovely. I could hear listen to her talk all day, bless her. I know. Her. I know. And she wasn't feeling very well, and she probably mustered through. So, yeah, a little trooper. She is. What have you been watching? My God. Well, I have well, so much. Yeah, same here. So I'll start off with a thing I think we can both discuss about. Because, mm. well, to be fair, there's quite a few things we can discuss. But I think the, the topic that will probably be the hot topic of the moment... How did you like Guardians? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we can go all spoilers. Or... Yeah, fuck it. We're not on the Facebook page. So if you haven't watched Guardians of the Galaxy, there's going to be spoilers now, guys. I'm sorry. Spoiler warning. Um, yeah. I fucking loved it. I absolutely yeah. loved it. Um, mm. It had the family feel as the first one did and the second one did. Um, Rocket's story was... Mm-hmm. My God, um, yeah. High Inquisitor! Wow, mm-hmm. fuck him! Um, <laughs> One of the scariest villains Marvel has done since since Thanos. Tenant, uh, Tenant, yeah. oh, probably the scariest yeah. for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Laura's gonna love the fact that we're talking about this because Laura <laughs> has not stopped talking about this since she went to see it. Bless her. Um, yeah. I know people have a lot of issues with Adam Warlock, and when I watched it, I, I remember saying to Carolyn, if that's what we were getting, mm-hmm. we shouldn't have used him. Yeah, 100%. Just forgetting about it. Yeah. However, however, that last scene mm. was worth it for me. That last that last um, end credit scene was absolutely worth it to see him as a guardian. Sorry, everyone, but to see him as a guardian, to see... The new team, because I generally don't think this is mm-hmm. the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy that we made to believe. I think it's the end of James Gunn's trilogy of Guardians of the Galaxy. I think we will get more. Mm-hmm. 100% agree more. now, because uh, I think you you text us as well that you think Star-Lord's going to be the leader of the next Avengers. Yeah. No, no, yeah. that wasn't me. That was definitely not was not me. I am not <clears throat> that clever. All right. <laughs> I am someone, not that clever to think that. <laughs> no, someone someone did actually messages and t- and say that. So I think that's where they're going to go with it. But 
again, I, I did enjoy it. I'm not in a hurry to watch it again. I'll be honest. It felt like it was three different movies fighting for like attention all at once. And normally with the Guardians movies, as you said, it, they have a great soundtrack. This one did have a great soundtrack, mm-hmm. but it felt forced. It felt like it I didn't gel. It. Yeah. it felt like we're going to put this song in here, so now we need something to match with it. And I think they used the wrong Beastie Boys song for the fight oh, scene. Oh, no. I love No Sleep Till Brooklyn for that fucking fight scene. But it needed oh, to be sabotaged. So it needed to be sabotaged, though. It would have had oh. a much better beat and it would have like kicked, had a bit more of a kick. But I just oh, thought... I, I mm. do get yeah, I do get yeah. But wow, what a, mm. what a scene that was. That was amazing. It was the corridor scene. And we've mm-hmm. seen some corridor scenes like Daredevil yeah. can do a corridor fight scene like no other. But no. that was pretty fucking special. It was good. Uh, but and again, probably like, like say, I, I, I don't want to say I'm shitting on it because I'm not because I enjoyed the movie. I just didn't think it deserved like everyone's love. Everyone loves it. And that's their opinion. And that's for them, which is great. I thought it had a good bad guy. I thought Rocket's story was phenomenal and the standout story of the thing. It was definitely not a kid's movie and Marvel should acknowledge that. I'll be honest. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of times, a lot of kids that would have freaked them out, especially if the young kids being in love with Rocket and seeing what they've seen, that that was not what I was expecting. And that fuck scene, the word using the word fuck, again, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a prude or censorship or anything. It wasn't needed. It felt really out of place and uncomfortable. Yeah. Them of the aspects that. That, that kind of took me out of the film and thought, oh, this isn't great. But the whole, again, uh, Quill and, um, I've got a name now. Uh, Gamora. 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 Love story thing now. It became uncomfortable. It was almost stalkerish. It was almost it was. to the point where it was like, let it go. It's not the same person yeah. as it was. Yeah. And this is why I love the fact that she went back to the Ravengers because mm-hmm. he needed to stop. I think he knew what he was doing. He was forcing a life on a person who had never experienced the, you know, the things that she experienced. That's not her. What I fucking loved about Gamora was that that's Gamora. Yeah. Who we see in that film. That is Gamora from the comics. Mm-hmm. She's she can be fucking awful. And that and to see her with the Ravengers was just perfect. Mm-hmm. I loved Kamora, um, and I loved her not being like she was. She didn't give in. Mm-hmm. She didn't give in to his fucking whining and mourning this person who was no longer there. Yeah. She just she stayed true to herself. Mm-hmm. Who I fuck. I loved Rocket Story. Groot loved him. Um, can we talk about Cosmo? Please, Cosmo was oh. just amazing. Yes, I, 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 I got actually got dog. upset. I got upset when he was kept on saying she was a bad dog. I was like, "That's but not a bad dog." She's <laughs> a good dog, but yeah. how he did that in that moment and just went, "No, she's a good dog," and then <laughs> just the smash. I yeah. loved it. But my standout, and this probably goes through the whole three films and mm-hmm. the Christmas special, is Nebula. Yeah, she was had such a journey. She has had such an arc. Like, look at the... F- I mean, in the first one, she annoyed the shit out of us, especially with her fucking shouting constantly. Um, th- this most nonsense word. Um, but she's just gone on such a journey to get to where she is. And her reaction to Rocket mm-hmm. was... That was that just goes to show 
what their relationship is. We yeah. forget that for five years, mm-hmm. it was just them two yeah. and Groot. He give her a new arm. That didn't He's have Groot either. Made... Didn't have Groot. It was just uh, her and Rocket. Oh, that's... that's right. He lost. Yes, he lost yeah. Groot. Gosh, yeah. forgot about that. Um, so yeah, he. it was just them two. He's give her a new arm. He's obviously mm-hmm. made changes to her face because if you notice nebula didn't have her eye patch that the mechanism that goes around her eye so he's obviously been making changes to her in Mm -hmm. order to probably relieve her of some pain yeah so we they have such a bond and oh i loved it that i burst into tears when she found out everything was okay yeah. I'm just going to get choked up now thinking about it because but, it was so bloody moving. Yeah, and I'll I'll like say I'll give Laura credit because I know Laura's been banging on about this for so long as well. Like since she's seen it, yeah, she sent me uh, one of them ticky tacky talk things like uh, ticky talks, ticky talks. So what the kids are saying um, of an explanation of the end with Groot. Yes, and that meant so much, and I thought. That's amazing storytelling, mm-hmm. and I'm good. I didn't get it because when Groot, Groot says "I love you, guys," yeah. and, and no it's one like, reacts, no one reacts like, "Oh, he's talking." It's like the audience now are in that place where they understand yeah. what Groot's talking. And I, I thought, and I just start clapping. I was like, "Well done, Laura. Thank you." Yeah, I am. Um, I am. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna stop crying. I burst, <laughs> I burst into tears when he said it, and then when mm-hmm. I realized nobody reacted, I went, "Oh my god, we can understand them." Mm-hmm. That's the point. That's been the whole fucking point of Gamora getting pissed off that she can't understand him. Yeah. And then finally does at the end because mm-hmm. she's she knows like she she's I don't know, it's like she's one of mm-hmm. them and we yeah. are one of them because we've been on that journey with them. But mm-hmm. fuck me, how amazing did Groot look at the end? Yeah. But it, it's like as you said, he's went through different formations and different versions of himself now that we've seen yeah. every aspect and it's Interesting to see where they go, uh, but the one thing I will give this a uh, great this it was a standalone story. It wasn't advancing any other stories like things like Ant Man. Yeah. That was all mm-hmm. like Ant Man was used as a vehicle to move on to the next phase. Where this was just like uh, with the Guardians, and that's where the Guardians started as well. It wasn't an advancement in a way. I know mm-hmm. the second one was like towards getting Thanos more involved in uh, Lumen, the Lumen threat. But yeah. and I just love that they use that like element to to kind of tell their own story within the Marvel universe, and it worked well. Yeah. And again, I, I know when I first saw it, I was a little bit underwhelmed. I'll be honest, because I expected more. Because what we've got before, mm-hmm. it's not the best one of the trilogy, as people keep saying. It's not I, I, the first one is by far. If you watch them back, the first one Superior. has and. A, it's a it's a hard thing to say as well. It's almost the perfect movie, like yeah. in every way, like every performance and everything. And it is one of the best Marvel movies that was made and still is. Mm-hmm. Fact. Well, the third one has its faults, but that was down to my probably's personal taste. And I'm not going to be yeah. one of those people that just like says, "Oh, everyone likes this. I'll pretend I like it." I'm going to fucking I'll, hate it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do the, do the other thing as well. But yeah. uh, but yes, because I know the chats like saying, "Oh, please tell us when we stop talking about." So we'll stop talking about Guardians now. So you can tell everyone yeah. to come back and uh, come back, to, come, come back, join unmute us. us. <laughs> yeah. So what other things have you been watching there, Sammy? Um. Oh my gosh. Um. One that's just popped up on the the, the scroll that goes across, Evil Dead Rise. Yes. Is another 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually am. Um, mm-hmm. I actually did this one by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually went to <laughs> the cinema by bastard. myself. Yeah. I was absolutely shitting my pants because, but I should have remembered who was actually telling me how scared they were because I know <laughs> what you were like. So I was like, <laughs> I was basing everything of what you were saying. And yeah, it was uncomfortable and it was gory and it was fantastic, but I was mm-hmm. fine. Yes. I wasn't as bad as I thought I was going to be. <laughs> you there was no jump fear on me. <laughs> there was no jump scares. That was the thing. That was the only thing I was worried about because yeah. I'm going by myself, mm-hmm. and I've seen me. I've seen myself react to a jump scare, even with but when I was sitting with somebody, and it's not pretty. So I didn't want that to happen by myself. <laughs> yeah, that was the one thing that I, I would give. Um, Evil Dead credit for there was no jump scares, and I think it was a better film because of it. It was more. It was more uncomfortable, and again, I know it wasn't a complicated film, but it didn't Mm -hmm. have to be. It just had to be telling a simple story, and the brutality how they went about it was just wow. Like because you see kids in movies and you think, ah, the kids are going to be fine. (laughs) These kids were not fine. These kids were not fine, and I felt exactly the same way. I was like, it's okay, you can breathe. Like, nothing's going to happen to these. Holy shit, it yeah. did. Um, the, the cast was fucking phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. The, oh, what's her name? Alyssa Sutherland, am I saying I, that? Is that the one who played uh, the mom? Yeah, the mom. I was the confused one... sexually with that, because I was like, I find her really attractive, but I don't, As a shouldn't dead be. Dead. Yeah. I was like, yeah. do I fancy in zombies now? And yeah. is that going to be a new kink that's going to be awoken in me? I am I am not one for getting autographs at, at conventions. I'm quite like, it, it make, my anxiety goes like up the roof thinking about mm-hmm. it. But generally, like she's mm-hmm. going to be it for love of horror. Yeah. I thought I just, oh, I just loved her so much. Um, mm-hmm. The sister. Yeah. Like the counterpart. She is. Mm-hmm. Fucking fantastic. The yeah. scenery, the cinematography, the blood, the mm-hmm. references, the fact that Bruce Campbell is actually in it. He was, was he? One of the vo- he was one of the voices on the tape. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So they still wow. had Brucey in there um, yeah. as part of it. Even though he's not in it, he's still a, he's still very much a part of this franchise, which I just absolutely love. My God, Goodwill, you're hiding me chat with your bloody paws. Um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I absolutely adored this film. I really, it's, mm-hmm. I don't, I want my husband to watch it, but I, he's not like a gore person. So yeah. I don't know how he would feel about it, but I want him to watch it for the just mm-hmm. the story. Yeah. No, it, it, the story wise, I enjoyed. There, were, there was a few uncomfortable scenes where I had to literally turn away. Like the, the glass eating scene just had Ooh. me when you saw this poking through the skin. <laughs> I was just sitting there with my popcorn, just like, hey. Um, <laughs> I'll never look at a cheese grater the same way. It was just, and the guy, like, there's a guy on uh, Instagram. I can't remember his name now. I'm such a dick, but he's the one that's doing the Michael Mayum as uh, house for me. Like the think diorama. Oh, yeah. What he did when the movie came out, he made some custom cheese graters with blood covered on and with uh, Evil Dead Rises on the side of them, and oh, they were amazing. selling like fucking hotcakes. People were like buying, but they were just nasty looking, rusty things. I was like. No, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> How amazing was the the lead up to this though? The mm-hmm. trailers, the promotion, yeah. the getting just, very little, getting little, yes, very little, little, yeah. getting so little, but so much anticipation for it. Like mm. I, I saw the trailer at um when I went to see Scream. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, even if I have to sit by myself, I will watch this. And I, I ended up doing that. I was the saddest person in the room. I was the only one by myself. Being judged. Do you, know, <laughs> do you know what, though? I didn't, I generally didn't care. I yeah. really wanted to see this. And mm-hmm. even ex- experiencing it by myself was like that was something. So yeah. I was dead proud of myself. <laughs> Did you take a carrier bag though? Because like anyone who goes to the cinema by myself that I've seen, they always have to have a carrier bag with something hidden inside. Yeah, it's like a no, cigarettes, like probably small <laughs> mags or a child's I... head. <laughs> but see, because it's men and they don't carry bags. I had quite a big handbag and had right. my because I learned my lesson from when I went to see Scream, I bought a popcorn and a drink, and I'm like mm-hmm. by myself, and I'm like, oh shit, how the hell am I gonna open the door? So this time I was like take a bottle of pop and put it in your bag and then just buy some popcorn so you've got a spare hand. <laughs> <laughs> I've been taken out by a cinema door before when right. someone's come someone's come busting through it because they've spilt the drink and they're really pissed off and I was on the other side. So I'm always quite wary of them doors. <laughs> See, Ellie's just put something in the chat. She yeah. she takes wine, so she wouldn't be someone I want to sit next to because I, if she gets pissed and rowdy, I'm like, oh no, she's talking through no. the movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever want to go to the cinema with you, Kelly, if you are drinking wine. I'm sorry. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> yes. So, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I, it was one of them ones where it was either going to be really good or really bad. And yeah. I was glad it, like I say, lived up to the hype and lived up to, because. Uh, not many bad things have been seen about it as well, though. That's, nah. that's the positive thing, and especially after... Because the last one got a lot of love and hate because it was like a, a mixture. I didn't mind it. I, thought... I didn't mind it. I actually watched it before I went to see it. So mm-hmm. I, I generally didn't mind it. But my question is, is this a follow-up to that one, or is this, again, just another different uh, just another... version? Just a different just, version. I guess it's just a different version, and um, mm-hmm. there's no reference to it that I believe... Um. But mm. I love the fact that it was a full circle story. Right. You you start at the end at the beginning. Yeah. To come all the way back around again. Do you think we're going to get more from it now, though, as well? Just because with how we've got the success of it. and I do, but I don't want them to fucking flog it like horror does. Well, that's talking about flogging it like horror does, that's not <laughs> the next thing we've been watching. I watched the new Scream movie. <laughs> I saw the Scream movie. Yes. <laughs> I... That is flogging a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they did try something new this time that yeah. really did work. Mm-hmm. And like I was taken away, taken aback, because I know we've seen the first trailer and they saw the museum and everything. We're like, oh, mm. God, this is... And then we had the whole argument and debate where you said, Stu's going to be the killer. Stu's still... never going to be the killer again. I still stand by that statement because mm-hmm. by the time Scream 10 comes out, because you know it's going to happen, it, Stu will be the killer. Guarantee it. <laughs> promise. When they've got no other options just to give the fan Nothing service that people else do. To do. <laughs> there's no other There's no other connections to people anymore. Yeah, mm. they're going to bring Stu Mocker back. Possibly. That, that could be, but this was a, such a surprise because you got the beginning bit, you got the last from uh, Truth or Dare and the babysitter, like the, um, yeah. and you thought, right, great, that's going to be like the Drew, Drew Barrier moment starting all over again. And the, how they introduced that character in really done it nicely. And they used the old same tropes. You think, oh, it's going to go the same way as before. I think. And the first, and the thing you see, they take the mask off the killer. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. I was good. I don't know where they're going to go with this now. 
and and it's Flash Thompson from I don't know the guy's name from Spider Man as well. Uh, is that him? Yeah, it was the guy who uh, played Flash Thompson from Spider Man. So I was like, ah, right. so so it is a big name actor. Like like in the, in the role, I was like, okay, I'm getting on board with this. They're going to show us screen backwards, like how he's like doing mm. all these things, and I like it how now it's more like Scream has become a cult and people are just following it like. Um, like the, well, mm. not Ghostface has been a cult, and it's become that type of way, and then they reverted back to type and done it well. Though I, I, mm. I really enjoyed it. They weren't killing like say names again. They were going after the people, but the kills were more brutal. They were more like first time Ghostface had used a gun. I, I think uh, yeah. not really seen before. Well, uh, Billy uses a gun, but he's not as mm. Ghostface. Like he shoots yeah. Jamie Kennedy in the shoulder. Um, mm-hmm. But he's not dressed as Ghostface. Yeah, the the kills were brutal, mm-hmm. like absolutely brutal. That ladder scene was horrific. Yeah, yeah. absolutely horrific. And um, mm-hmm. but I loved that. I loved the museum. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go so badly. I thought that was really entertaining. But mm-hmm. again, I didn't hate the reveal, but I hated the overacting. After the reveal, oh, it was such a Scooby Doo moment. Yeah. It was, oh, it was. Do you know what? I really wish it was Kirby. Yeah. I, it would have been. I was like, it would have been so much better if it was Kirby. Yeah. Like, but I don't see the reasoning behind the connection to them two with Kirby. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was such a <laughs> such a Scooby Doo moment. But that was the thing. It just went. To the ex- extreme, it's like, oh yeah, you killed my son and my brother, and but yeah, he was killing people. Deal with it. You, exactly. Your son was a fucking wapo. You're a police officer. You should have done better as a father. Yes, you deal you with really, that element. You need to man up. Um, I wish they killed Gail properly. Yes, I wish that was the end of Gail because then that's apart from Sydney, which is like mm-hmm. a player that could come in at any time, and I like that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like the two, the like we've lost Dewey, we mm-hmm. lose Gail. Yeah, like no, we don't have to put up with that anymore. No, but they'll bring elements in because I, I don't think, as you said, Sydney's story's not been finished. I think if they were weren't going to bring her back for this movie, I know it was down to money, and that mm-hmm. and and like I said, Neve Campbell knew what she was worth and put put up a, a fight, which fair enough, I'll give that. If that was always going to be the case, they should have told us that she was dead. I would have been happy yeah. just knowing she was dead, and yeah. rather than rather than like saying, "Oh, she's not getting involved this time," it's like fair enough. They've moved on to new screen screen queens, and um, Jenna Ortega is going to be massive because she's doing big things, especially in the horror jo- genres as well. Now, it's yeah. just if you want to move on properly, cut the cord and let go. If that makes sense. It does. It does massively. Um, I wasn't annoyed by the character Sam in this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. The first one, she, she just the I, I don't know. She must have had a lesson or two because mm-hmm. her acting was reading straight from a script. Yeah. Like it. It felt like she was just reading off a piece piece of paper. There was nothing behind it, and mm-hmm. especially when you're up against <laughs> Jenna Ortega. Yeah. Who is phenomenal? I mean. Mm-hmm. God, I, I can't count what I've seen her in like so many horrors recently. Um, she's just great, but mm-hmm. she was she she upped her game in this yeah, one. Hundred percent. Um, what I'm gonna do, like, see at this moment, because I know we're still mm-hmm. talking about reviews, but because I know the chat is a little bit behind us when we are talking about live as well. All so right. 
if anyone wants to throw a question to us as well, I'll keep an eye out and I'll try and ask the better questions so the so potentially Donna's might get ignored. I'm not gonna <laughs> Maybe Kelly's. Kelly, well, it depends on <laughs> Kelly's not drinking Kelly's milk and so it's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um like I say, so if, if you just want to throw some questions at us as well, we will try and answer your questions while we're talking and uh, we'll try and keep up with you uh, crazy yeah, fools you, as well. You guys are all over the place. <laughs> yeah, but so way to be fair. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> so, so Beth is asking as well as one of her questions, are you looking forward to Beetlejuice 2? Has that, has that been fully announced, does it? Yeah, 2026 yeah. or 24th of October next year. Mm-hmm. We got Beetlejuice too. We got General Ortega on board. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Danny right. Elfman is signed up to do the music. Yeah, that's as far as I know. Um, I'm really excited because it's just now, it's mm-hmm. been so long. I'm kind of just more intrigued. Yeah, and Christoph is trying to be cheeky as well and ask us what my favorite Lord of the Rings movie up. So I've just put his Goonies picture up just for a few more seconds for him to enjoy as well. There. So yeah, I'm a vicious person. Don't worry. It's Return of the King, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> just because it reminds us of them Jedi. <laughs> there's only one king. Return of the uh, Return and there's not the king. Um, as clerks too will always say. But yes, uh, to be fair though, if I was going to say a favorite film, it probably is the Two Towers. It's the it's the most entertaining bit, it's, and it hasn't got seventeen million endings. So it's got the battle Battle of Helm's Deep. Of course, it's the best one. <laughs> Definitely. Why does Paul like Lord of the Rings more than Star Wars? Now that is a Donna question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Donna. I can't. I haven't got time to Photoshop Donna into something yet. So I'll I'll just have to get revenge on Your her. Your time for next will week. come, Donna. <laughs> I'll not forget. <laughs> As I can see a lot, I'll never forget that. But yes, uh, um, but yeah, we we're talking about screams. So, do you already see the franchise going now? Do you see because <sighs> after this one, it's been a successful movie. It's been and, massive. Yeah, so it's kind of like brought Scream back on the map a little bit. I think they'll do one more, mm-hmm. and then I think they'll have a break for it a bit. Mm-hmm. They'll keep it in kind of like a I don't know because it's not a trilogy. The original is not a trilogy. There's friggin' four of why like, it's not the original, but. There was four before they had their big break, so maybe another two. Yeah, possibly. I don't know, but, I, but where else can you? Who else is she pissed off? Or are we going to have like <laughs> grandkids saying you killed like, off my grandfather and stuff like that? <laughs> exactly. Um, or are we going to have like a Billy connection, where Billy we find out Billy wasn't just killing the people that we knew; he done someone else over, and so they're getting revenge on his. Do-, do you know what I mean? Like, I I don't know where mm-hmm. it ends with mm-hmm. her. Yeah. <laughs> like, or even where it starts because it's all mm-hmm. all caught up really no sorry and i know you mentioned like we've been talking about films a few times like because mm-hmm. probably got other films to talk about as well oh but god i've got it, loads uh, what about tv shows have you been watching anything new tv wise <laughs> no <laughs> you know what i've been watching i've been watching brooklyn 99 again and we that's fine I've, I've got a picture of brooklyn nine in so it's fine we're gonna talk oh, about cool. <laughs> Um, I finished it again last night. This was our second running. Yeah. Um, and the so we watched the last episode and then mm-hmm. watched the first one. Right. And again, and I burst into tears on the first one mm-hmm. because the end conversation with Holt and um, Peralta is mm-hmm. where he goes, either talking, like obviously saying how proud he is and everything. And then he goes, what, like a robot? Beep up, beep up, beep up, beep up, beep up. Beep up, beep up. <laughs> If you go back to the first episode. Yeah, it's such a nice callback. He does it on the first ever episode. 
mm-hmm. and I burst into tears and I was like <laughs> but that's the thing as well the mention as well like he's got daddy issues in the first episode as well and like the callback at the end is going if I if you were my son I would be proud of I, I would be mm-hmm. proud and it was such a massive moment um, yeah, I bawled my eyes out. What there's one joke, yeah, kind of just to think about it just makes us burst into laughter, not tears, mm. laughter. It's when Boyle's talking about his cousin and he goes, Oh, yeah, my cousin Susan didn't know she could sing until she was 45 <laughs> and just walks away. <laughs> I sat there for a minute and went, mm. <laughs> And I couldn't stop laughing. It went the long long way for that one. (laughs) But Anth keeps saying it all the time. He just stands there deadpan looking at us going, I didn't know that my cousin Susan could sing until she was 45. (laughs) But this is your second time watching it all the way through from start to finish. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So is there anything that you picked up from the second watching that you might have not got from like the first watching? Because I know the first watching is just like a whirlwind of just getting hit with just comedy and like, it's, there's some that hit you slap in the face, but like as you said, there's the little ones that you kind of miss. And that one was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't. I think I, I think I knew this from the first time around how special Charles Boyle is. Yeah. But to watch him the second time around, knowing what I knew, mm-hmm. I just fell in love with him even more. He is like the friend you want to have because it, it doesn't like Peralta really annoys the shit out of me sometimes. Um. <laughs> I, I think yeah. he's a great character and there's nothing to really, you can't say you hate him, but mm-hmm. he can be quite annoying. And it's probably more the fact it's the authority thing in him. Like he can't follow orders. Yeah. And Boyle's not like that. Like, and it's, I don't know. I just, he really I, gets on me tits, but there was one thing that, um, that Ant brought up and bearing in mind, Ant's never met Goodwill before. Right. But he has heard me talk about his frosted tips. And he and turned around and went. And when the episode came on, and went, "Yeah, have you sent Goodwill that picture?" <laughs> so, what, so what you're saying, Ant wants us to grab Goodwill and tie her a chair and shave his frosted tips. Do you know when? Do you know when? Do you know when Charles Boyle does it? When Boyle comes <laughs> in, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I see it." He was like, "Do you want to have that moment and get frosted tips and see if he notices?" I'm so sorry, Goodwill. <laughs> bless him. Bless him. Um, <laughs> No, I I adore the uh, the show. I probably was on my sixth or seventh run through now. Um, there's episodes. That, I, it's one of them shows. There's a lot of shows that you can watch and you can never get tired of. And um, that there's always an episode that you can skip, but there's certain episodes that bring you to your knees, laughing or crying. It's it's the it's an all around like I like as I, as I said, anyone who hasn't watched it, I will always tell them to watch it. Because yeah. it's it's clever hue, it's clever comedy, but because because of the people behind it, because like say the Andy Seinbergs and like Adam Sandler and stuff, um, I know, like say I think he had something to do with like producing it and stuff like that. Nobody really yes. gets um like thinks it's going to be as meaningful and as po- as poignant it is, but it touches on every element and everything that you 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 can look you love about comedy or like even American oh, culture. Absolutely. Oh. 100%. Um, the final season was so cleverly done. We know that um, it was rewritten mm-hmm. because of the time that it came out and what the state of America was like Yeah. at that point. Um, and it was so cleverly done that they acknowledged that because mm-hmm. what comedy show would do that? I had balls. And like, as you said, t- t- just to save 
oh, this is our final season that we're going to do. Scripts mm-hmm. in the bin. We're going to flip it and do it this now. Because it was always said that this was going to be the last season. And mm-hmm. I'll always have, like, say, an enormous respect for whoever made that decision. Because yeah. the, they are, like, say, you've got black actors, you've got Hispanic actors, you've got, like, say, every race, um, like, say, and gender involved in that mm-hmm. and all get the time to shine. And it's just well done in a way that you they get it right. And yeah. it's it's almost like, as you said, like the first, like until the last season of Scrubs, same th- similar situation. They got things right because like, I know when you talk, like they did interviews with like medical professionals and stuff, they went, oh, like which show get like nails the medical profession more? And they're expecting to say like, um, AR or um like say another I, I don't watch many of them but uh but they said scrubs is probably as close as like say that it gets to real hospital yeah. life and it there is and that and that's sort of fucking comedy show and that's yeah. I think that's just amazing. It really is. Um what was I gonna say about Brooklyn Nine Nine? Just oh um Rosa Rosa mm-hmm. in that decision making to leave the NYPD mm-hmm. into go into private detectives because she wanted to help more people. Holt and Amy, and I must have missed this first time round, but mm-hmm. Holt and Amy doing their reform program. Yep. The like, takeaway, like say, like like showing like how to actually police rather than yeah. uh discriminate and like say thing, but absolutely amazing. But, it was it was such a good it's such a good series and I, mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed to say that we have put the first episode back on and left it on. It's such, yep. it's comfort to us. Like we yep. love comfort telly, and we get in such a like mm-hmm. big bang, big bang, uh, always sunny, yep. and now Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, they're our comfort programs. They're our familiar voices that we just like to hear in the background. Friends from afar. Yes. <laughs> Friends in the telly. Bless you. So I'm going to get some (laughs) questions out of the way because they've been asking some questions. So Jake asked, um, hey, guys, question for you both. I'm not going to do I'm not going to do um, Graham's impression of Jake because it was uh, I think it was a little bit unfair of of him. But yes. Um, (laughs) But basically, uh, what would you guys do if you won the lottery? Oh, so what would you do? Sammy? What would I do? Um. Oh my god, I'm so boring. I'd buy a house. I'd buy it. I don't. I generally, oh my god, I don't know. I'd... Just, just say this, or you wouldn't see me and Sammy's mum for a while. We'd <laughs> 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 have a get getaway or an adventure in Vegas, just me and her. Yeah, I'll give her the time of her life. <laughs> oh my god, my the best thirty mom. seconds she'll ever forget. So it's fine. <laughs> Um, oh God, what would I do if I won the lottery? Um, I'd make sure my family's okay. Oh, I'd... she's being sensible now. Come I'm... on, admit it. You'd buy like you buy your own hobbit you know and move to New Zealand. You know what I'd buy? <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh my God, yeah, I would actually. Uh, I'd buy that Jar Jar. Jar Jar. <laughs> In a fucking heartbeat, I would buy that Jar. It would be Jar-Jar. my first purchase. Would be that Jar Jar. And would have a video of Sammy hugging the the Jar Jar and being all like, "Say this is my Jar Jar. No one can else can have him." And then I'll <laughs> buy a house big enough to put mm-hmm. me and said Jar Jar in, and mm-hmm. just that's it. Happy days. <laughs> what I, would you do? Um, oh, I'd gone nuts to be honest. Like, I'd, I, me with money would not be a good thing because look at this. This is me yeah. with no money, and this is the stuff I'm buying now. <laughs> I, I would have my own bath cave I would live in. I would have like my own cinema. That that's probably been been my dream. 
since I was a little kid, I've always wanted to own a cinema. Like I know, yeah. um, but have the main films on, like say when you do, but then have like mm-hmm. certain days where you can show the old classics. Like, and again i would love to like as you said if you won the lottery i wouldn't have to worry about overheads and i i, I would have someone employed to do it and again if if loads of people turned up it wouldn't be like end of the world type thing or thing like that type of thing but imagine like saying giving someone the first chance of watching ghostbusters on a big screen on the big screen oh first, first chance to watch the goonies <laughs> on the big screen like that type of thing is something i've always wanted to do and that's probably why i've always loved going to the cinema because it always yeah. holds a special place well, for it yeah when i went to go and see um return of the jedi mm-hmm. on the big screen like remember i've seen this this film like a million times at home mm-hmm. and then to see it on the big screen like that was that was an experience so i would i think i would lose my marbles if i ever got to see ghostbusters on the big screen I think the person sitting next to us will regret it instantly because I'll just be I'll be seeing the lines before they've even happened, which I do at home. So <laughs> don't sit next to us if we're going to see Ghostbusters on the big screen. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> no, that's right. Goodwills keep telling people to go on a questions tab. I can't say the questions tab, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> can you can you just tell us what they are? <laughs> but uh Donna asked a question as well. So how many times have you seen Ghostbusters? <laughs> couldn't i couldn't tell you i couldn't give you i could generally couldn't give you a number it is you not even to count as an adult like how many times i saw it as a kid like i used to watch it rewind it and watch it again it was constantly on yeah i'm just so, laughing at uh lee saying he would buy the rights to ghost watch and make sure he can post it <laughs> oh oh lee <laughs> don't worry we, we have got the episode saved if anyone wants it i'm happy to send them it <laughs> It was a good watch. You yes. will watch me. You will watch my soul physically leave my body on that episode. <laughs> um, yeah. I'd buy some woodlands with a streamer. Oh, Sarah. Sarah's That's a so good soul, nice. bless her. She's yeah. like putting us to shame. We're just like the bunch of Roggins. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm an innocent like, I soul. Buy, I want to <laughs> buy a Jar Jar. She wants to buy a bloody woodland. A woodland, woodland fairy. Like... With wood, yeah, woodland creatures. <laughs> I want to buy a tree. <laughs> I'm still trying so, to find this. Uh, well, I have a tab there, but it's just if I want to ask myself something. All right. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Goodwill, please. <laughs> please help us. We are help. lost. <laughs> we we don't know. Goodwill, you're our only hope. <laughs> <laughs> help us, Goodwill. You're now turned into Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, right. we'll wait for Goodwill to get back to us. Um, television. Yes. So I'm guessing you've watched a lot of television. I've watched a lot of shit television. <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise us. So I've went on the realms of uh, watching a few history programs uh, on the, not history about history, history TV, and we know how amazing that that always works out. Yes. It's almost as good as the Discovery Channel. Um, <laughs> but I really want to talk about um, like Eli Roth's uh, Urban Legends. Because I've been banging on this for about a week, and me and Nick's absolutely—it was one of them where we could have—I think there was ten episodes, ten uh, ten episodes that we could have smashed off within two days, but we saved it to two episodes a night. And it's very American, but it has got a few like British directors involved and stuff. But it's very low budget, and 
if you expect the acting to be great, you might be sorely, dis- so, sorely disappointed because the acting is a bit shit. But the stories they tell are quite interesting. They've got, but they do different takes on the classic urban legends. Right. Like uh, one of them that made me actually feel physically sick was the waking up without a kidney. Oh, you know, the, the bathtub. Oh, black, the black market. Yeah. So, but the oh. change of this way, where not to give, well, I can't, it's going to be spoiler, sorry. Um, basically, he woke up in a bedroom, in a bed, um, not, not a bath of ice, had the kidney removed, but he already had one kidney removed. So he had no kidneys left. Oh and he was God. stressing out about it. And the reasons why was quite well done. But it was just, I've never felt so queasy or, uh, or felt sick watching a program. They did a tale on the woman in white when she had the, the white dress. So it was about a white dress. Was that being done on Supernatural? Yeah. yeah, yeah it was, like I said, most of these were being done on Supernatural. I'll be honest, that's why Supernatural was good when it was doing the mm-hmm. like the urban myths and stuff. Um, but I know Jake loves like the urban laws and stuff, so I think it would be right up history. But the last one was the most bizarre, weird one, and I don't know why they ended it. It was about a scuba di- diver being stuck in a forest fire. A scuba diver being stuck. A scuba diver being stuck yep. in a forest fire. Yep. So basically, he was in a lake, and there was a forest uh-huh. fire. He didn't realize, and you know, when in America to, to put out a forest fire, they scoop up water from the lake and dump it yeah. in. So they got scooped up when he was scuba diving in the lake, not realizing he was there, and dumped in the middle of the forest fire. Oh, oh that's unfortunate. So it was like scuba, <laughs> Steve. But yeah. Um, no. But that was, oh. like I was saying, it was pure entertainment. And I know not to um, tell too much about it because I know you haven't watched it. But if you like horror stories, especially like the only 30-minute, 40-minute episodes as well, so there's nothing like too engrossed, but just well-told stories, if that makes sense. Like you can forgive the acting being cheesy and bad, but the yeah. act, but it's just well-good stories and they're not out there for gross out and there's a lot of practical effects that's that's a oh wow that's mm. saying something coming from eli roth when i think of him and like i think of gore like i think of hostile mm. gore yeah. gore to the max um mm. but watching him do his horror programs like i just get a full appreciate that he's not just gore yeah that it's, it's not just gore for him and, and i think I've, I've, re- I've appreciated and realized that through the programs and um, I, I want him to do more but it's like how much more can you do in the realms of horror like he's broken down to the like the bare minimum that you can't do anymore but yeah. i just i really love them programs that he's done so i'll definitely give it a watch yeah it's 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 they've got new people coming into the horror scene i think it was filmed last year but he's producing it so they've got these different directors and some of the episodes because i watched it on the dodgy box i'll be honest uh it had an uh, interview with the directors after so i had eli raff talking about them and going through like the thought process and how they planned out making these movies mm-hmm. um like the first episode was so well done it was about um like a like a pretend snuff movie where they were shooting online oh. pretending they were killing people or torturing people mm-hmm. but then it was like a robbery going like one like a go wrong and she actually goes through with it and then the money that she got doubled so she gets kind of like a take and it's like on on the scroll going past now it's like the woman with the spiky mask um but it's so well done um but yeah i definitely definitely want to give it a watch um but i want to watch it because it'll be well up and street like he loves anything mm -hmm. to do with um like lot like 
urban legends. Mm-hmm. Um, have we found out where this question box is yet? No, I don't know. Goodwill's doing his best, bless him. Um, I, I think it's for people to ask questions, but I don't know if it actually shows up. Uh, it says, what do you want to ask Sammy Q&A, but I can't see if the actually no, questions are coming. Yeah, we can't see it. So just keep putting them in the chat for now if you've still yeah. got any questions for us. Um, but, I, but I'm going to blow your mind with the next thing I've watched. So you, you thought Moonshiners was bad. Oh, this God. is the curse of Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, I, do you know what? <laughs> Obviously, I had a feeling this was coming in because the picture's on the promo picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I forgot, <laughs> I forgot that you watched this. <laughs> So this is the fourth season of it now. Wow. And they're trying to discover these things. Um, and it with American TV, these reality shows, you don't know what's half real and half what not. Yeah. They've got a, an actual NASA scientist involved in the actual, like the or scientific, like, like probably, and the, the things that they're doing, it's weird and strange and like saying they're trying to prove there's these anomalies or events that's happening at at skinwalker ranch because there's all these local legends about skinwalkers but aliens cattle mutilations if you dig in the ground bad things happens to people there's high doses of radiation for some reason high doses of gamma rays so i keep expecting the hulk to come in but that seriously I would chomp on a gamma stick just to get some yeah, form of Hulk power. To Hulk power. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like this week's episode, I honestly, I, I've never pissed myself laughing so much because they keep, they've got this triangle where like loads of things like GPS stops working, where they keep seeing this things there. And if they fire stuff in the air, like like uh, UAPs, as they call them, appear. So they've been firing these rockets and the rockets are like NASA made Technic- like all the gears, and they keep exploding at 30 feet. It's like, and they go up in this triangle. When they hit 30 feet, the engine kind of blows up, and uh-huh. they've had these loads of these problems. And they had a, a recording, like they've done like slow, super slow mo camera and hit high definition. And in the thing that when they changed like a filler, there was like a, a mist at 30 feet that was there, and it was exactly where the rocket hit that uh, blew up. <laughs> so it's kind of like the most bizarre shit you've ever seen. Um, every time they try and drill in this mountainside, um, the like all the like comp- uh, all the equipment break down, or when they were breaking it, they couldn't get a drill through because there was this metallic like thing that they could, that's only been found in outer space uh-huh. in there, but they can't get in to do anything because people actually start having like uh, head injuries or like uh, or pass out due to like. I'm not someone hasn't fucking died. Possibly, but the last episode as well, they were doing these egg thing, and a Black Hawk a helicopter flew over to see what they were doing. So they'll be they're being monitored by the government now. So. Oh my god! So I know you watch them. Does Nick watch them? No, Nick hasn't got me. I like she's got me time at the deer for this type of shit. I thought. <laughs> Yeah. She I just thought this is at all you. She just thought <laughs> just wanted uh, she won't even watch fucking Moonshiners. She just looks at us in disappointment. Oh, she is missing a treat. Yes, she is missing an absolute treat. That was that was special. Yeah. Um. There's been a few questions. Cool. Cool. So, which um, question do you want to go for there? Uh, if you had to pick one podcast episode, would you like to redo and why? All right. Uh, 
got fucking think of the ones I've already done would be helpful. <laughs> if um... we could redo an episode to this year. Yeah. You could pick one for the episode and redo and why. Um I would probably just like to do it's hard to do do again because you feel like you're talking about the same subjects over and over. Um there's loads of stuff I would like to revisit. Like mm. I know we've talked quite a lot about Brooklyn nine nine, but I would love to do it like like get someone on like Sarah or um even Donna on as well, like people who've watched the show and just um give their opinion on it as well. Because I get know a different perspective because yeah. we know ours. Yeah, because so... we can tell you what we love and what we don't love, but mm-hmm. I, I I don't mind going back over a subject if it's got a point. Um because I know we've talked about vampires in an episode before, but then when we done the Buffy episode, that was just phenomenal having different viewpoints and different like different fans telling them why they do enjoy it. That that's yeah. always exciting for me and I, I, I kind of enjoy. Um, I know Christoph asked if what uh, favorite guest dead or alive, Sammy. Oh, oh my, oh my God! It, it's always and forever. And I think I'm probably going to speak for you too. Mm-hmm. You can you can tell me I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I think it'll be Kevin Smith. Oh yes, he's in me top three. I would love to have three. on three. Three. He'd wow. probably be third. Sean Aston will always be number one. And what? I would not oh, talk about okay. that Warpen film. It would always be about the Goonies. No, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. You no. Ca- no, no, absolutely not. You can't have <laughs> you can't have Sean Aston on with both of us and just expect to talk about the fucking Goonies when I am a huge Lord of the Rings fan. It's an it ideal matter. guest. The it's Go- best of both worlds. The Goonies is the most iconic movie in cinema history. But he was the biggest hero in movie history, like in but the, he in was the Mikey. big massive trilogy. He's Mikey giving them big eyes. Going, oh gosh. That all changes, Sam. <laughs> that was that all changes, Sam, when we go climb up out on that bucket and leave out and leave everything behind. Fuck off. <laughs> Goonies never say die. Oh yeah. my god. So Sean Essence, who's two? Um I'm gonna say uh, probably uh, I've got a name now, Felicity. Felicia. Felicia Day. Felicia Day. That yeah. is such a good one. Um, Felicia's. Um, is mm-hmm. it Felicia or Fel- yeah, Felicia? So, so uh, Kevin Smith uh, probably be two. I'll be honest, but Felicia will probably be three. So that'll be my top yeah. three guests. I would love to have. I I absolutely adore her. Um, her podcasting skills have improved, if that's anything. <laughs> um, I heard her back in the day when she was on Nerdist, and she is a very nervous person. Mm-hmm. Um, and she hosts her own podcast now, and she's she's so much like her her confidence. You can tell she is uber nerd. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. uber stereotypical nerd but she is such a sweetheart um oh that's cool i think mine will always be kevin smith um mm-hmm. just because of the the love of podcasting comes from, mm-hmm. from him yeah i like say he's the one that in well not inspired us because like i said this was always your, your idea but the format but- and the way we did it was always based on uh fat man beyond and if oh, you want absolutely. to watch it especially the older ones when it like say talking about different movies and the way the discussion goes, that's where we kind of I would like to say borrowed a lot of stuff. <laughs> but yeah, um... maybe maybe stole a little bit. If you actually um his ba- mm-hmm. Batman Beyond is amazing, but Fat Man on Batman in the mm-hmm. early days when he first started and all he did was have Batman character um actors mm-hmm. or actresses voice or in film come on. Mm-hmm. 
um for, he did a podcast with Grant Morrison mm-hmm. that lasted I'm gonna say a day over five hours and <laughs> so Peachy you've got some work to do <laughs> it got split up into two parts but quite honestly I have I have fallen asleep to Grant Morrison because Anth would just stick it on and we'd get to a certain point and we'd like we would remember where we are mm-hmm. and then the next night we would do the same and we went through weeks doing that just to try and get the full episode in his interviewing tactics is yes Mm -hmm. kevin can talk we know that we understand (laughs) that but Mm -hmm. he is he is so passionate about what he's talking about that the other person bounces off that so Mm -hmm. the conversation is just phenomenal honestly is fat man on batman like the early years please go and check it out definitely and as you said when he, because he he become from he went from a movie maker to when he realized, um, like the type of po- podcasts he can do and and talk about things that he loved. I think that's where he kind of got involved with it. And he, basically, any podcast that he was involved with was always funny. Like uh, Hollywood ba- Babylon's always a good Hollywood one. Hollywood Babylon is my favorite. I still listen to it today. Um, I've been, I was listening to it. I listened to it from the very start when they were in um, the Smod Castle, and then the mm-hmm. move to the John Lovitz Comedy Theater. Some of the best drama came out of John Lovitz and the Comedy Theater because they had a massive falling out. However, right. the episodes went because Kevin, obviously, with him being still a working director, there's times when he's not there. And John Lovitz filled the stage, and hold, they are some of the best fucking episodes ever. Him and Ralph Garman worked brilliantly together. Um, let's have a see. I've just got Lee's just sent us a fuck, fuck ton of uh, emails, uh, like oh. questions. Um, oh, okay, so, I'll, so, I'll stop looking in the chat then. <laughs> so Beth's just asked, um, well, she asked a while ago, what is your favorite cereal? I don't eat cereal. Um, <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I on a morning I eat bran flakes, mm-hmm. um, but I fucking love rice krispies. But <laughs> because I'm trying to be good, I eat bran flakes. <laughs> but I love rice krispies. No, uh, like I've never been a, a breakfast fan. To be fair, though, so um, toast and salmon it, toast. If I can avoid it, I will. But if not, mm. I have bran flakes. So here's an interesting question for you, Sammy. So we're going to get okay. very serious now. <laughs> oh, okay, I put me serious. I put me serious pants on. Yeah, oh, she's got pants on, guys. Don't worry. I actually uh, don't. <laughs> but, uh, um, Christopher Christopher asked, um, what is your ultimate goal you imagine for Nerdy Up North? So I'll ask you. Oh. I'll give you that that one first. There. Oh, originally, mm-hmm. I just wanted a place to come to to get out. Mm-hmm. what it is that was building it like I, I love talking you can clearly tell yeah. but I also love talking about what I love and I like mm-hmm. sharing that and I originally I just wanted to be able to get that out and as it's gone on and I'm realizing there's more and more people out there who want to do that I, I want to I just mm-hmm. want a, a a safe place for people mm-hmm. to have these conversations and not be judged and not uh, Mm-hmm. Am I being too? Am I being too serious? No, no, it's fine. It's now? fine. Don't worry. Like, say, <laughs> we can take the rough for this move. That's fine. Like, say, yeah. go for it. It's a serious but question, no, so yeah. But yeah, I just I want like I would love to take this all the way. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. Why would I not think that? Mm-hmm. Given what we've managed to achieve so far, yeah. Um, but the reality of it, 
is mm-hmm. that's that's something that's going to take time and we're going to work on. And believe mm-hmm. you me, we have so much in the fucking pipeline coming up. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be such a an amazing change for the podcast. Um, but I love the idea that we have a community. We have our guys in the chat who are with us every week and we all have a safe place to have these conversations and take out all of the negativity that comes with nerdism. <laughs> I didn't Very well my said. cat had also walked in as well. I'm sorry, <laughs> It's fine. Um, honest answer for me, I had no fucking idea. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just needed, as Sammy said, to get something out of us. Mm-hmm. And I, I am very a creative person when it comes to it. And if I'm not doing creative things, I become quite stifled and um, going, going in not in bad places or anything like that. I'm not going to bring the tone down, but it it just needed an outlet and mm-hmm. and I was missing that and that's where it stemmed from. And as you said, you made me do this podcast and I never <laughs> thought it would be something I would probably enjoy because I hate people. Um, sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm not the people person. I've never been a... I am a people pleaser. I'll... Uh, like to to me detriment I'll well, go out my way because you got me way <laughs> yeah I, I do go out my way to try and keep everyone happy and that doesn't always work out the best for best for for me or the best for what we're doing shall we say um I love seeing people grow yeah. and that's one thing I have so much enjoyed and I've got so much love for seeing the confidence people like Donna coming out of her shell yeah. Um, like the some of the things that she posts, like when she done like that music video where she was just dancing, <laughs> the was one of the funniest things I've seen. Seeing Jake's confidence grow on Twitch, um, yeah. seeing Goodwill become basically the scariest motherfucker on the internet, the most for... professional <clears throat> motherfucker on the internet. <laughs> um, seeing them elements and feeling like I've not not did it for them or anything like that, but helped or like give them things, seeing Sammy like come alive. Like honestly, I know like you see the Sammy thing, but she is quite shy and she's <laughs> not as brass and as in your face as she likes to come across on here. She's um but seeing that side of her come out as well, it's just lovely to see. Um there's been bump, bumps in the road, not gonna lie. I've made a lot of mistakes in this. Um oh. Uh, probably going to be more. It's... Probably going to make more. I am going to learn from the mistakes. I will always try and be honest and open with everyone I deal with. That's the one thing I will always try and promise. But yeah, yeah um, the weird thing is, well, I've gotten more out of it than I ever thought I will. And I will keep pushing to get us further. And yeah. now I think having the right people on board who know what we want to do Mm-hmm. that's important and that's the yeah. way forward now and again looking every, like everything I want to do and how I want to do it and again I'll probably say it now live on air I am going to be selfish and fuck with certain things because I've worked fucking hard but yes <laughs> yeah, I, I generally don't think people realise and they, you mm. might do because mm-hmm. you see it happening the amount of work that Paul puts into this yes I fucking forced him to do it but when I say I forced him to do it I really forced him to do it he does everything we look at the way that we do is because of him we like Facebook 
is I, I always cast Facebook and the podcast something separate. Um, mm-hmm. But that has built a community that, fuck mm-hmm. me, like, you don't see every day. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, he, puts, he puts a lot of work into it. And, and we've, he and me have gotten quite a lot back out of it. The future is bright. Mm-hmm. And the future is nerdy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sarah's asking, well, Sarah's asked a few questions. So, I'll get uh, one of the ones. So, what is your personal favorite episode so far there, Sammy? Oh god. Um oh god. Do you know what I really loved? Um, and this isn't to blow smoke up your ass, but I really loved doing the Goonies episode. Right, because I was like cried time... like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first it was the first time in a long time that we sat down together, just mm-hmm. the two of us, just to do an episode. Yeah. Um and it was the Goonies of all mm-hmm. things. And I loved it. I loved every second of it. I love when everyone gets together and I, I thrive on Oh god, I've just chucked me spinny thing. Um, I thrive on everyone. I love listening to people. Like even if I do, like the Buffy episode, for example, and a fucking mm-hmm. clue. I had not a clue. <laughs> um, the Star Trek episode had no fucking clue. But mm-hmm. I love listening to people. I love fandom. Mm-hmm. So I generally love listening to people. But there's something still a little bit more like special for us when it's just me mm-hmm. and you. Yeah. Um. So the, the OGs. The, Goonies, the OGs. <laughs> the uh, the Goonies was a was a was a favorite. Yeah, I've probably just got two now. Um, again, it was probably the one that we reviewed that like, that you have been harping on about, and I didn't quite, I didn't like the movie. But again, it was the, like the way we looked at it, and we tried to. I, I looked at it like it, as a what what can I get out of it when we done the Exorcist, and not many people oh. do do watch the Exorcist one. It is one of our like better episodes where we actually sit down and get into the movie so much more mm. and um i know we have a laugh and stuff like that but i i, I felt we were quite professional on that it, it sounds strange but yeah um but the other one is when we took totally got fucked over um and thought we were watching a piece of shit and it turned out not to be that bad was the monsters yes mm-hmm. yeah that was such do you know what i think we all sat there cuz we all had our um our preconceptions of this mm-hmm. And yeah. we're all expecting to hate it. But when we all sat down and the first, and I think I might have broke the silence and went, I didn't mind it. <laughs> and then it started from there. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a good episode. But just, it's strange how something as simple as that can just switch, change it up. And you're probably mm-hmm. going in. I, a lot of people think probably if they watch that episode, ha, these are going to slag this movie off. And we really didn't. And you didn't. if you watch, if anyone watches it back, it, like say it, I would recommend watching the, the monsters. Yeah, it feels like two movies you're watching at once, but there's elements to it where Rob Zombie got it right and I hate yeah. to see it. Yeah. I mean, I am a Rob Zombie fan and not I will never forgive him for Halloween, but mm-hmm. outside of that, I am a Rob Zombie fan. And it just it was just do you know what it was just fucking fun? It was mm-hmm. just a fun fucking film and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Definitely. No. And sometimes that's all a film needs to be. I think a lot of people do get bogged down and said, well, it's got to mean something. It's got to have have a twist. It's got to be a thing. Sometimes films can just be A to B and just entertaining. You can just get lost in the magic from movie magic, for God's sake. I love movie magic. Mm -hmm. Um, So another one, uh, two of the masters as well, has, has Nerdy Up North introduced to any new nerdisms? Um, food. 
food. <laughs> I and... didn't realize how how much people nerded out over food. Yeah, like, I actually people... mentioned that in the article as well. It was the only example because she, she she actually asked me like, "What do you do? Like, what is a nerd?" And I was like, "Well." we class anything as nerdy um mm. but mainly like i think for yourself it's you know, to understand it it's comic books it's superheroes but i went but you'll find people nerd out over food and they do mm-hmm. um any new fandoms um uh um i've been introduced um... to anime a lot more i'd like to say i didn't realize like say i know Donna's probably going to slap us in the face with doing SunnyCon and stuff. I didn't realize that how much of a hotbed the Northeast is for anime. That... I do because of the mm-hmm. work I do with Carolyn. I, yeah. I, that's the only only way I knew that. Um, but my mm-hmm. husband is obsessed. He yeah. is one of them people. So mm-hmm. I have to put up with it at home. No, definitely. That was, like say, the big surprises. But I've always... N- been quite quirky or being around quirky people as well like from college or like say the places I, I, I hung out so I knew there was a market for it but what I, I think again with doing Nerdy Up North is the big thing I, I realised for there's not many places where people feel uh, safe enough to discuss it or comfortable enough to discuss these mm-hmm. things because you spent your youth or your your life being ridiculed or mocked for liking these things. I feel uh, like you have to defend. Yeah. You're on you go on the defense, which is what you'll find from me if you listen to our earlier episodes. I'm very much on the defense because that's how I felt like I had to talk. Yeah. No, definitely. And Donna has asked a question which I'll 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 need to ask another question to, to get how many donuts can you fit in your mouth at once? Depends on the size of the donut, Donna. Depends on yeah. the size of the donut. <laughs> If we're talking dinky ones, well, <laughs> but it may surprise you, but my mouth is not that big. <laughs> so <laughs> I have. Oh, a, I have a... What are you trying to say about <laughs> <laughs> I have an issue with my teeth that I um, and I can't open my mouth that way. You should see us try and take a bite out of an apple. It's hilarious. I make this huge gesture for about that, like the tiniest amount to come out. I just can't do it. <laughs> I am not helping myself right now. Donna, I hate you. (laughs) So new content for the podcast. What can Sam fit in her mouth? (laughs) That's a a new opener that we'll do. Like Sammy, a different thing that people can suggest or or write in. Can Sammy fit this in her mouth? (laughs) I dare you. Martin asked as well, uh, how much has the group helped you both uh, grow yourself. Oh, gonna go deep in this one. Oh, okay. Do you want to go first? Because I went first on the last deep one. Um, probably confidence-wise, knowing um, doing things that I thought not in a million years I would be able to do, standing in front of a crowd at SunnyCon and talking about things and like, I'm passionate about in a way where I didn't freeze or it was relatable. Yeah, and didn't feel like. I didn't feel like it was something I couldn't get over. Um, I've learned how to deal with people a little bit differently because I know I, I'm like say there's there's always two sides to me when it comes to when I was especially before I started doing those things. I'm either too soft and I get walked over. That's one thing, or I'm an arsehole. and if you piss us off, I'll tear you're a dick. That was always my approach to like how I treat with people because. Mm-hmm. I've never had to deal with people online as much. 
yeah. like I'll admit when I first started nerdy up north, if you were a dick, I was you you were treated like a dick. Mm-hmm. But there's reasons behind it as well. The more you interact with people, like I'll joke on with Lee because Lee was one of the people that nearly got banned when he started posting in the group because because he stopped being a dick, making a political <gasps> joke. Um, Yay, that's and, not you. And he shit himself. He was I was like, okay, we'll have a private message. He went, No, no, I don't want to get removed from the group. <laughs> oh but, but it it's again not trying to like I think what I pride myself most about dealing with people on Nerdy Up North, I don't want to make it out to be an up like a big big thing. I'll not mm-hmm. want it to be in private I want not don't want a public argument or a public showing everything. Yeah. I'd rather be do- just take it to the side. And have a conversation, and you yeah. find out more what's going. Like, there's people that probably gets away a lot more in the group because I've had conversations in private, yeah. and I know what's going on. Yeah, and I'm not saying you can excuse behaviour, but you can see it from a different vantage point. So instead of mm-hmm. say banning someone outright, you give them a timeout, or you say yeah out of the out of order, so you give them a little break. Yeah. And sometimes it's being rational as well but i think that's probably been the biggest change is knowing not everyone will react or t- deal with something the same way as possibly i would yeah mm-hmm. that's such a good answer very honest yeah. answer as well mm-hmm. um i probably be my confidence not like my confidence on here is fine mm-hmm I'm okay with public talk and I'm okay. Like, don't get us wrong. I think the first step, first few episodes, I was like breaking it a bit and we weren't even live. And then when we went live, I just didn't give a shit. Like I didn't care. <laughs> um, but it's probably more outside of the, the actual doing the recordings and more to do with the back, like the background of things. And one of them was of recently. I am not, I am a, I get terrified of contacting people. I don't like ringing people. I don't like emailing people. I don't like, I don't even like making fucking appointments. Like I hate (laughs) it. It makes us anxious. And when I got, when, when you asked about contacting Sunderland Global, Mm -hmm. I was like, right, do it Mm -hmm. because you need to do something that you need to start doing more shit like this. Um, And it probably give us a bit of a boost. Yeah. Just to, just just sending that it's so stupid. But just sending that fucking email was like, okay, you can do this. Like it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and as you said, you have different people on on the podcast as well. And you react differently mm-hmm. to them and you yeah. change the way you how you handle people as well. And I know more people wants to be on. It, it come to the stage now where we can't have everyone on that wants to be on. We've got yeah. a like look at it differently and say where fits and who fits and see what kind of works for us. That's the yeah. thing. But again, that that's probably going to change as well. Cause I'll be honest, like a lot of the episodes we've done over the last few months, we've probably had too many people and people's voices and like thoughts might've yeah. got lost in the shuffle. And that's not what we and want to have. No, Even though. No. Mm-hmm. no, sorry. I was just going to say the likes of, I think Pooh Sarah is being on an episode with a lot of people on. Yeah. And she had she, she does so much prep work for these episodes and she probably only ever gets to say 20% of what she's wrote. Mm-hmm. Or, do you know what I mean? And I don't we don't want that. We want pe- we we have so much we have so much we can do mm-hmm. that we could give everyone a chance. Yeah. 
and that's the thing it's all about growth it's all about learning from your mistakes as well and yeah but again it's just trying to be clear of like understanding everything as well that that's always got to be the vantage point yeah because again with growth there comes different things and different things but would again try to move away from that um <laughs> Kind of keep, uh, keep um, it nice, nice and fluffy. Um, well, let's. But, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna take a moment for myself right here and just Lee has just said being on Sammy's podcast has been the highlight of my year. <laughs> Lee, it was so much fun to have you on. You, I mean, I, I fucking hate you for taking me uh, name away from us, um, <laughs> with your really hard ass quiz. But I loved that you're on. It was, it was so much fun. I think we aimed every episode for Lee of <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yeah, that, that and again, not saying that the Game of Thrones thing was ever like badly done. It was just basically, I think we jumped too quickly on the Patreon side. Oh, which... 100%. We were so fucking cocky. Like, I think I was probably more cocky than anything else. I was like, yeah, we can do this. And mm. and it just doesn't fucking work like that. Um, mm. We've got mm. a long way to go, I think. Mm. We, we're just starting to... We, I, I feel even after two years, we're just getting it. Yeah. And that's the thing. And again, we'll always give something a chance. And that's what what I've always said. I'll never blame anyone or say, oh, this is anyone's fault. But things do happen, as as you said. Um, Mm -hmm. Rather than moving away from the question side of things and just come back to what we've been watching. And there's one thing I've been watching as well. that Again, because talking about food, I thought I'd bring it up was MasterChef. Anyone else watching MasterChef in the chat? I don't know if you're watching it, Sammy. I'm getting really annoyed because they've changed the format and they've got the contestants actually talking to each other rather than just cooking. And they go, no, oh, yeah, really well done. It's like, you're in a fucking competition, not over the salt, be dicks to each other. But the, <sighs> the, it's so, it's like too much fake nice. But the food looks <laughs> nice now. But I think they're getting too many people that's actually professional or know what they're doing in it because you're not getting all the mistakes that people are making now. Yeah. Um, this is hard to believe from me, given what how you know how I am when it comes to food and if I get hungry and how hungry <laughs> I get. I am not a foodie. Yeah, all right. I am not a foodie person. I mm-hmm. my sister doesn't believe we're related half the time because <laughs> I am not I'm not a drinker, I'm not a foodie, like I don't like I don't get excited about food. I mm-hmm. I really wish I could, but I don't. I used to watch MasterChef, so to know that they talk to each other does seem a bit fucking stupid. Like, I like the silence. Mm-hmm. It worked. You're in a yeah. competition. <laughs> but I know the Americans, uh, and like I say, the Australian ones do like a completely different format, but I've always liked our format because it it, it kind of works. But with everything, they tweak little things, like they've tweaked British, great, great, great British menu as well, which is always like, been fun but they've tweaked that now so the chefs do too many chefs cook on the same day and stuff but um i am a big fan of master chef and i'd like say it does make me so hungry and um sarah's laughing at you as well uh saying that she, she saw you how you attacked that burger so you are a foodie sammy <laughs> i so sarah i was actually a vegetarian for a very long time and vegan for nearly three and a half years it's only been recently that I've started eating meat again because of it purely just health reasons. Um, and burgers is something I've really missed. So if you, that's the reason why I get excited. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a question at the chat, and oh. so I'm gonna be a dickhead here. So, 
chat, you've got to make a choice. If you don't make a choice, I will judge you. Who is your favorite host? Chat. <gasps> is it a, are you a Sammy person or you're a are Paul you team, person? Are you team Sammy or team Paul? Yes. So that's the choices you have now to make. So that's oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. um oh they're not answering you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're gonna go they're gonna be quite Just remember, Christoph, I'll put the picture back up. It'll go up there for a second. Remember who who's who's your daddy? <laughs> oh Beth. Oh Beth, that's a genius answer. Hammy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh we found out your own name <laughs> oh i'm never gonna get over that <laughs> fucking pammy <laughs> oh, oh gosh. dear me yeah. oh none of us thanks donna um mm. okay so films yes movies movies I, the movie. picture saw <laughs> they're talky pictures um, I watched the other day and I know you've seen it The Pope's Exorcist yes I fucking really love that film I didn't like the start, I liked the end I love the end Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the start, no I actually didn't mind the start because I love the explanation behind it that it was mm. not all exorcism was the real no no I, 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 sorry I, I'll rephrase I do like that element, I just didn't like the start of the exorcism part like where uh, we moved in the house and I just everything seemed to happen so quickly. Uh, I would have preferred right, a slow you. burner. A slow one. I get you. Yeah. I get you. Um I love the kid. <laughs> he fucking freaked me out badly. Yeah. Um he's gonna have some mental s- trauma when he gets older as oh, well. God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't do they put them in therapy after that? Because like they're gonna fucking need it. Yeah. Uh, it's just Russell Crowe. Like I don't go out my way to watch films with him in, but he was phenomenal. He had a presence in this movie. Uh-huh. And he's a real, it was a real person. Was a real yeah, I didn't know that. I, I love the little, I love the bit at the end. Um, and the books were good. And the book- <laughs> <laughs> That was such a review. Yeah. It's like, these are, it, it, it told me about stories thing. He's getting wrote many books. They were good. And they were good. Um, thank you to the seven people who voted. Appreciate right. it. Um, <laughs> oh, I loved it. Was do you know what the whole aesthetic, the whole, and I love saying that word, but a whole aesthetic, the whole vibe of it, just oh, just ooze that really good possession movie that I've been like craving. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not like a, like for all the Exorcist is one of me. It, it's my favorite film of all time. Um, in line with Ghostbusters, but possession movies, I can sometimes give or take them like. Mm-hmm. But but I do I I really really I really enjoyed this one, um yeah. not as much as the second one I watched that day I might say. Oh, uh, which one was the second one? Renfield. Oh, this was the batshittest, craziest motherfucker of a movie I've ever seen. I, it was this movie had no idea what it wanted to be. Was it mm-hmm. horror? Was it a slasher? Was it action? Was it, it was everything fest? all was in it one? A comedy. <laughs> I do say this, and I think I made a comment in the in the group. If they don't make a, a, a Nick Cage monster universe now with Nick Cage playing each of the monsters, like Frankenstein's monster, <gasps> the Invisible Man, have him as the Bride of Frankenstein, I do not fucking care. Just oh. have him playing. Imagine Nicolas Cage as the Wolfman. Come on. 
This oh is money God. that is Hollywood God. needs to be made. I am pinching this fucking idea because it is Wolfman next week on Monsters Up North. <laughs> um, oh my God, that it would be a. I'd pay, I'd pay some good money for that, mind. Um, oh, it would work so well. It would he just... was phenomenal. He was fucking breathtaking. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they used the footage from Dracula yeah. in the beginning, that was just, that was genius. Um, Nicholas Holt, wow, yeah. who knew? Um, <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> He was so good. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed him. I love the fact that they give Renfield like some fucking something some, about him, like a bit of spark, be- bit of a, but, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, like the the Beatles fucking meant something. Like mm-hmm. I know it, it was obviously is, and I'll lunacy. I'll try. I'll, I would love to say her name, but I'll just totally fuck that up. Like, but she was amazing as well. The 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 copper lass. Um, oh yeah, I'm sorry, I can't say her name, but she's in Shang Chi, um, and yeah. she was in something else recently as well. But she was. The energy you get mm-hmm. off her is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Even in Shang-Chi, she mm-hmm. kept me like pumped up and for this film because her energy is unreal. And mm-hmm. I, I thought it was brilliant and hated every second of it. Yeah. He really didn't like it. Because he just didn't know where it was going. And I was like, who cares? Let's yeah. go with it. I just go for the ride. Like I said, exactly. that's the thing. But yeah, I was definitely in for that. And I I so it was a, one of those merry surprises that you because you heard they were, they were making this movie and you thought Nicolas Cage's Dracula it's either going to be one thing or the other it, there's not going to be any middle ground you're either going to love it or hate it but I thought everything about it was done so well like even like there wasn't there was a lot of special effects but not in a way where it was over overdone oh, no. but no. There was, yeah there was a lot of blood I f- yeah. honestly feel potentially Mm-hmm. Could be more than even Dead, Evil Dead Rise. Like, oh there no, was a, no, there was a lot. No. There was a lot, but not more than that, I think. But yeah, oh. um, anyone as well, like Renfield, I would highly recommend to watch. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is such a good watch. But I thought it'd be a nice little way to end this podcast as well to talk about one movie that you watched last night instead oh, of Eurovision. Yeah, yeah um, don't do that shit. <laughs> um, leaving us, leaving us high and dry. But yeah, um. Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Their honor, honor Amongst Thieves. Yes. What a fucking ride that was. I just thought it was such a well-written movie, and you don't expect it to be re- well-written, and cleverly done, and just, as you said, fun, and little nods to things so fans get, little nods uh, that, um, like, little, like not so fans. Like I lo- I'm a big fan of the cartoon. If you watch this podcast, Thing and having the cartoon characters in it just blew my mind. That's it. So Ant's dad, he told mm-hmm. us that he told us that it was up, um, yeah. and and where to find it. But mm-hmm. he was like, I was like, oh, did you enjoy it? Because we're going to watch it tonight. And he was like, well, I had to turn it off. And I was like, why? And he went, well, because I didn't get it. Like there was no characters. Like I don't know these characters that weren't from the cartoon. And I went, because it's not about the cartoon. Um, and oh, then bless. when we. And then when we saw them later on, Anth took a screenshot and mm-hmm. sent it to his dad and went, you should have kept watching. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It was just, it was such a thrill. I I didn't realise how much of a Chris Pine fan I was until last until I watched it. Yeah, he, like, say, what was the one he was in with Tom Hardy, uh, This Is War? He's entertaining as fuck in that. He's uh, so good. Yeah. 
Sorry, but my no. cat's deciding to climb on shit, and I don't know what she's doing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was. I love um Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, I, no, she's always the best performance she's done in the last ten years. Shall we say? <laughs> just I loved her. Um, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Holy shit! Did I get? A sh- I was like, is that him? <laughs> <laughs> there were so many good fun cameos, and again, I think we've talked about it before. Hugh Grant is making so many good decisions right now with movies and choices. It's, he's stepping out of his comfort zone. And mm-hmm. it's fucking working. Um, seeing him in The Gentleman, just, mm-hmm. I went, holy shit, that guy's got some fucking range. Because when you think of Hugh Jackman, you think of very stiff English, you know, can do posh mm-hmm. kind of acting. And we've seen it so many times with him. And then all of a sudden, The Gentleman. And mm-hmm. you've got this cocky fucking Del Boy kind of <laughs> type character. And it's like, and then... In Dungeons and Dragons, he was he was just he's so good. Like yeah. it's such I don't want to say it's a shame that we're getting it now. I'm just glad we're getting it at all. Like it's no, brilliant. Definitely. And I it it's all about the choices and things. This could could have been a mess. Like say I know they've tried to do Dungeons and Dragons a few times in the past. Yeah. But everyone in it got what they were trying to do. And I didn't realise the young lass who was uh, was uh, Beth out of it as well yes it took us a yeah. while i'm like yeah. i'm looking at her going how do i know her mm-hmm. and i was like oh god it's her from it um i loved her i loved yeah. her um her bear owl or owl bear we couldn't like, decide <laughs> on which name we were going to go with last owl bear night. i think it is i think it's, uh, sarah will probably keep us right in the in the chat she's oh. the D and g uh larpa there <laughs> um it was just the I want to. I didn't want to leave. In all honesty, mm. um, you could kind of see where the story was going towards Definitely. the end, um, but we didn't care, Megan. And we 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 generally didn't give a shit. We were just sitting there going, "Why would he not?" Is the guy who was in um, Bridgerton who was phenomenal, by yeah. the way? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, loved him. Um, when he turned around and said, "You know, your wife might." You might, mm-hmm. Your wife has been gone so long, she may not want to leave the place that she's at. Did you ever yeah. consider that? And mm-hmm. it always makes me think of Buffy. Um, mm-hmm. And then when the decision comes, you know, when um, Michelle Rodriguez's character's been stabbed, mm-hmm. and he's like, the decision was easy. Yeah. That's her mom. Yeah. That was her mother. Mm-hmm. And you can't take that away from her. No. And Because the I'll... woman that is gone, yeah. she doesn't know her. Yeah, and I I, I like that element because there was no because they could have easily done a romantic element between Michelle Rodriguez and Chris Pine's oh, character, no. and that wouldn't have worked. That wouldn't have felt Mm-mm. like that would have been felt forced. It um, was like yeah. as you said, the brother and sister thing. They but, said it. They said it right at the beginning. They made it very clear from the very start they were brother and sister, yeah. and the fact that she likes little, <laughs> isn't she's like a giant? It's just brilliant. But I was uh, howling at the start, though, when they were saying, we're waiting for Jeff or John. Um, I can't remember his name. And like you're thinking, oh, right, he's going to be like, going to part of them or, or like have some reason. Oh, Jonathan. He, Jonathan. Um, and he just was a falcon. So <laughs> they were using him to fly out the window. I was like, fuck. The fact hell. that um, Hugh Jackman tried to do the same thing. Hugh Jackman. Oh, gosh. Uh, Hugh, Hugh Grant. <laughs> Grant. Tried to do the same thing and they learned their lesson from it. <laughs> But poor Jonathan. Um, I oh, I honestly could go on that ride again. It was, 
mm-hmm. was just so much. I, I love movies that are just fucking fun. Like, it's not, it wasn't a hard story to follow, even though we still weren't too sure about the crown. It, yeah. The helmet, sorry, we were a bit lost. We might have been talking when they were mentioning the importance, but the scene <laughs> when they're bringing her dead relatives back was yeah. hilarious. And they, uh, the questions had to answer five, ask five questions and say, well, what's your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just to get him to go. <laughs> yeah. And they left that one at the end, bless him. Like I said, they didn't finish the question off. Question. <laughs> no, um, rem- reminders are very much of Hellboy at that aspect, uh, but no, yeah, very good this. movie. Yes, really, really fun. So yes, so I'll wrap it up because I, I say I know um, it's been a lot, shall we say? Um, yeah, it's been interesting, but it's been fun. I do, as you said, get a kick of when we do these type of like off the wall like type things. I know. Um, there's as I said before, there's, there is going to be a lot of changes um, going forward with some of the episodes that we've got planned, haven't mm-hmm. got planned. Uh, we are going to be making a few changes that we will contact people, like say when when we want them to be involved as well. So yeah. that, like I said, to, to let them know. Um, everyone, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much. I know there was a lot of questions we didn't ask, so it was hard to keep up. So I do apologize well, if, any, if I've missed will... anything, guys. Yeah, we will do something like this, you know, more in the future, just to have a bit of a rinse, have a bit of a clean out, get all the, get everything out that we need to. Um, we mm-hmm. do have a schedule now. <laughs> like, fuck me, we have a schedule. We have trekking up north on a Friday. We have mm-hmm. the live show on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and we have monsters up north on a Monday. Yes. We have a schedule, guys. And there will be <laughs> one-off stuff we do. So uh, check out tomorrow, the Godzilla episode, the King of All Monsters tomorrow night at uh, 7 o'clock. Um, there will be a premiere, so the chat will be available. Um, like, please check it out. Yes. Uh, the wonderful Dan and Jake uh, will be dropping fonts of knowledge about these uh, aspects as well. That's it. Uh, it's... It's fun factoids. If you tuned into the creatures one, it's fun factoids and some very hilarious conversations. <laughs> Definitely, and um, we actually haven't got a plan for next Sunday yet, so we've got to think about that. <laughs> oh no, actually, it is. It's no, Futurama. No, we do. We do. It's, it's Futurama. Futurama. It's the one yeah. after we need yeah. to. We need to think, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to yes. be fun. <laughs> yeah. So Futurama uh, with Goodwill and Jake. I think Goodwill. Yeah, Goodwill and Jake on Sunday. Um, I don't know. I think Goodwill's going back to the double wheel uh, of Destiny to find out the choice of episodes that will be viewed. But he has a lot of good guests uh, of the Trek world coming on. So please check it out. Um, but yes, uh, I just want to say a big thank you guys for everyone who stuck with us. Oh, yes. Thank you. You guys are amazing. Um, remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, on this video yes thank you thank you thank you you. so yes um same bad time same bad channel stay nerdy everyone Bye. bye 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 bye